was a moment where the mercy of God was on full display. Where love outweighed the crimson stain, the sin which made communion with God impossible. This death, this stench sent from the depths would no longer be left to permeate the hearts of man. The creator was longing for his creation. For on this day, love made a way for grace to take away, erase, replace our brokenness. For God so loved the world, he sent his only son, the promised one had come to change our eternity. That moment in Bethlehem, in a lowly stable, under a starry sky, Jesus was born. Our Savior, our Messiah. Grace in a manger. Well, good morning, everybody, and Merry Christmas. I know you're all ready for Christmas, aren't you? Come on, stand up. We're going to worship the Lord today. It's a good day to serve him. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of God. Amen. Come on.
put a big smile on your face. Can I see your big smile? I just want you to know right off the bat, he loves you. You're a child of love, amen? Look at your neighbor and say, did you know he loves you? And everything's going to be all right. Shout about it. I 
just love you. So we come today to adore you, to give you all the glory that's due to your holy name.
worthy of all our praise, and he is worthy to be adored. For the last several weeks, we've been participating in the Advent, lighting a candle that symbolized Christ's coming and what he would be bringing. The first candle of Advent that we lit was hope. And how many of you know that he brings hope to us? The following week, we lit a candle called peace, and he brings peace to us. And then came joy, and he brings joy to us. Today, we invite Deborah and Martine, if they would. Where, are they here? They're coming, and they're going to be lighting a candle of love. And how many of you know that he that knoweth not, or he that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love? Hi, my name is Deborah Brown. This is my family, Martine Brown, and <laughs> my grandson, Tyree. We've been here about three years now, and Shauna Davis invited us, my other daughter, and I'm so glad she did. And right now, Martine's going to read for us. So I'm going to read. Luke 2, 10 through 14. But the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for you of all people. Today in a town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men on whom his favor rests. Amen. 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 All right. Give them a hand, would you? If you would, everyone just stay up here with me for just a second. And we're going to invite the family that lit our first candle, if they would come forward. Are you here? Bring your candles with you as you come, if you would, please. And the family that lit the second candle of peace, I think that would be Alicia. Are you here, Alicia? Bring your candle with you. And then joy candle. Come on up. And Deborah, if you would come up with your grandson and daughter. The last candle that's lit in Advent is the Christ candle. And when we light the Christ candle, we understand that hope, peace, joy, and love is all wrapped up in him. That when you come to him, all those things come to you. What we're going to do is we're asking these families now, they're going to take their candles and they're going to light them from the Christ candle. Then they're going to go down, Deborah and her family will go down to this side and they'll light your candles. I want you to light them like this. They'll light their candle, and then they're going to come to you, 
And as they come to you, they're going to hold their candle up like this, and then you're going to take yours and light it, okay? Then you will do likewise down the aisle, all right? And then this, tell me your name again. Chastity, thank you. I'm glad you don't have to remember names to go to heaven. I wind up in a bad place. Chastity's going to be going in her family to section D and lighting in section D. So some of you can go on one side and those on the other. And then Alicia, if you would go up and light from section B and then uh, Lindsay, that's right. I'm glad you remembered. I was just testing you. <laughs> Lindsay and her mother are going to go and light from section C on this side, okay? All right. Let's pray together, can we? Father, we're so thankful for your love. For, Lord, that light that you brought into the world in Jesus, your son. I ask God that you let that light shine in us and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Go ahead, please. a single star lit a sky and the people that sat in darkness saw great light angels came and announced his arrival they were excited they knew what was getting ready to happen for all mankind no longer the shadow of animal sacrifice but a gift was coming, the gift of God. 
his only begotten son, Emmanuel, God with us, was going to step into our world. And it started with the shepherds, and the shepherds ran to see the light. And as they went and they beheld it, they began to share it with everyone that they had heard or that they could see about what they had experienced, what had happened to them. Wise men searched for him, seeing the star. There's a lesson to be learned from what they did that night. They sought after him. They went looking for him the same way that we look for him today. They humbled themselves. You can't go into a manger standing up. you got to get low. So they humbled themselves before God and they entered into a place that they were surprised. Did you ever find yourself in a place where it surprised you? How could God be in this? How could this be where the king of kings is at? Surely you can't expect me to lower myself and go in there. But when they went in there, they found out that that manger wasn't filled with just hay and animals. They found out that God had stepped into the world. And it forever changed them. And then they did one final thing. They gave the best they had. When the wise men discovered where he had been born, they did not withhold gold, thinking, how could I give a child in a manger gold? No, they gave the best they had. They gave gold and frankincense and myrrh, gifts that were of great value and great price. Because this wasn't any ordinary prince. This wasn't any ordinary king. He was the prince of peace and the king of kings. They gave him their best regardless of where they found themselves. How about it, folks? Are you still unwilling to give your best regardless of where you find yourself? It was a silent night until a choir of angels filled the sky and began to sing. And so today, we join them and we sing it was a holy night all is calm sing it with them Tonight, we do what they did so long ago, and we go forth from this place bearing a light, the light of the love of God, the light of the peace of God, the light of the hope of God, and the light of the joy of God. This world is still a dark place, 
but God brought light into it and now he wants that light to grow in us so that all may see and glorify him so this is our prayer today God let the light of your spirit fill my life let it shine forth from me everywhere I go and let me remember I'm not alone but I carry the torch of heaven with me help me to light this world in Jesus name amen you can extinguish this candle but not the one in your heart let's give God a hand clap of praise tonight As you extinguish, extinguish your candles, will you just take a moment and bow your heads and pray with me? Father, Abba, we just come before you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace. God, we just thank you for filling this room. We thank you for just being in this atmosphere, God, and we just come before you humble and broken. God, we bow before you. Let us humble ourselves to enter that manger. We're your son, the greatest gift that you could ever give us, lay. And Father, for the gifts of love and peace and mercy, forgiveness, all you ask from us is our, our hearts, our willingness, our availability, God, our first fruits. So we lay those all before you here today. God, we lay our time before you. We lay our spirits, we lay our families, God, we lay the brokenness and, and the sick and the hurting. And we thank you for the peace, for the healing, for the restoration. God, we just stand on your promises. We ask that you just multiply our first fruits, God, that you just use them to continue to strengthen your kingdom. God, use us as vessels. Let us be that light. Shine through us, Father, we just thank you for it. In your name, amen. Well, we're so glad that you're here with us this morning. Just a few announcements and reminders for you. Uh, the ushers will be collecting tithes and offerings at the end of the service. They'll be at each exit. You can go ahead and drop your offering in there. Um, then this week's schedule, Overcomers is meeting on Wednesday from 6 to 8 in the chapel. That is the only church class or activity going on this week. There's no prayer meeting, no youth, uh, just Overcomers on Wednesday. Um, then our emergency food pantry is still uh, collecting canned ravioli and SpaghettiOs. Uh, the trailer is open out in the parking lot, or um, if it's easier for you to drop it off in the front, the ushers are more than um, available and willing to help get that out to the trailer. Um, then one other announcement um, for this week, SPIN, our uh, Serving People in Need ministry with uh, Sheree and Gary Brown, they are giving out, uh, or Green, I'm sorry, uh, they are giving 
giving out uh, toys um, all this week, uh, Monday through Thursday from 11 to 3. So uh, for children and families in need, please see Cherie or stop by Spin. Um, and they have just a wonderful ministry that Chosen has serving, uh, served with, and they will be handing out toys this week. So with that, I just want to say we love you and wish you a very Merry Christmas.
It's Carol of the Bells. It's a reminder of the joy that we should experience this time of year, but sometimes that joy seems gone. It doesn't seem like we have it the way we want it. And I just want to remind you about the first Christmas. Jesus would come into the world after 400 years of silence. Prophecies that had been given were about to become fulfilled. And you would think that with that type of promise entering our life, coming into our world, that everyone would be excited and, and everyone would be anticipating and all things would be ready. But that's not the way the story goes. And can I tell you, when I say story, I'm talking about his story, history. When he came, the world was in chaos. There was confusion. Herod ruled, and he was a diabolical wretch. He murdered his own children to keep them from ascending to the throne. Things were not in a good way. There was confusion, and there was distress, and there was, the, 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 there was anxiety. And Mary has an angel appear to her and tell her that she is going to give birth to a son. She said to the angel, that's not possible. I've never known a man. He said, no, 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 this isn't going to be any ordinary kind of baby. And you're not going to know a man to bring this child into the world. His spirit is going to overshadow you. And that which is born in you will be holy. You'll call his name Emmanuel, God with us. How that little girl was excited. After all these years and all this time, being a Jewish girl, she knew the promise of the Messiah. She was well aware that her nation had long anticipated this moment, and she was going to get to participate in it. And as she went out to tell people, they responded differently than she expected. Her own town ridiculed her, persecuted her, despised and rejected her, and spoke of stoning her. She went to her cousins, Elizabeth, to get away from it all. And as she went there, after she got there, and you know, God's got a way of just giving you just enough encouragement to keep you going, doesn't he? <laughs> Isn't it odd how sometimes when you feel like everything's coming in on you that all of a sudden there'll be a ray of light, just a, enough to cause you to get up again and smile one more time and enough faith to face the day and enough to raise your hands and say, okay, God, I know you've got this. That was Mary's story because when she went to greet Elizabeth, Elizabeth, before she hears anything, says, the mother of my Lord. And when she looks at her and, the, and all of a sudden she's excited because Elizabeth is expecting and she's kind of up in years. She's no doubt relation to Sarah. 
she's older and she's having a baby and she said, the child leaped within me when it heard your salutation. And so Mary knew that what she'd been spoken was going to come to pass and that no matter what she went through, it would be worth it all at the end. Oh, come on, somebody. No matter what we go through, it's going to be worth it all in the end. That was Mary's story, but what about Joseph? Try and wrap your mind around that. The person you're engaged to comes to you pregnant, and you know it's not your baby. And their excuse is, well, I had an angel come and talk to me. Right. I mean, we sometimes, because this is such a glorious event, that sometimes we separate it from real feelings, from people that were there and what they were thinking and what they were going through. And it's important that we don't do that because it's what they're feeling that helps me deal with what I'm feeling. And so Joseph looks at Mary and he's torn. He's angry. He's disappointed. He's confused. He's bitter. But he still loves her and he doesn't want to, make, but he's not buying this angel stuff. And so he doesn't want to have her killed because that's what the law would require. He could have her stoned. But instead he makes up his mind, Mary, I'm, I'm just going to dismiss you privately. But I don't want to see you anymore, Mary. I don't want to hear anymore about this angel stuff. I can't believe you did this to me, Mary. And that night, Joseph would be visited by an angel in a dream. And that angel would tell Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Because that that she's going to conceive is the Son of God. You're going to call his name Jesus. Oh, don't you know when Joseph woke up the next day and knocked on Mary's door and Mary looks at him and sees his face and he throws his arms around her and says, Mary, I love you. She's thinking, oh God, thank you. Because in the midst of chaos, you brought me some peace. In the midst of turmoil, you brought me some hope. In the midst of all my anguish, you showed me love. And so... They go together. A census has been ordered. They have to travel to Bethlehem. A pregnant woman traveling 70 miles, not in an SUV, not even in a hatchback or a humpback, a swayback, riding on a donkey, traveling to that city, and when she got there, she found out something that we've known for some time. When it comes to Jesus, too many people say there's no room for him here. No room in the inn. No room in my heart. No room in my life, no room in my world, no room in my politics. Dear God, help us. 
because it's all about Jesus. My life, my heart, my my, my world and my politics, it's all about Jesus. Somebody say it with me. It's all about Jesus. As a matter of fact, it's so much about him that wise men came looking for him. They didn't see the angels that the shepherds had seen that caused them to search for him. Their search came from looking at a star that was meeting in the sky. And by the way, there's a star going to meet in the sky tomorrow night. <laughs> Planets are coming together to one more time announce he's Lord, he's King, and he's alive. <laughs> Hasn't happened in uh, nearly a thousand years, man. I'm telling you that God is still God, and he's got ways of giving us just a little bit of hope in a dark sky, just a little bit of light to let us know that he's still a part of this world. He's bringing it together. Wise men go looking for him and look. I mean, they used rash, thank you, they used rationale. They they went to, where would you go looking for a king? In a palace, of course. So they go to a palace and they're looking for him that's to be born king of the Jews. And they start inquiring and nobody knows. God help us when our leaders don't get it. When those that ought to know don't know. So they made inquiry. And they searched you know, the Bible's always a good place to look, isn't it? <laughs> they started searching scriptures and found out that he's to be born in Bethlehem, for it was written by the prophet. And so the wise men go seeking him, and Herod wants to go to kill him. You need to understand something. While you're opening your heart to him, others are closing the door on him. But that doesn't mean that you ought to give up, that you ought to capitulate. It means that you ought to search for him all the more. And when you find him, let him fill your life with what he brings. Love, joy, peace, and hope. It's amazing to me how God is always a step ahead of everybody else. <laughs> Herod sends people after him. Oh, no, he's already checked out of Bethlehem. He's on his way to Egypt. Finance trip by the wise men. And Herod dies. He comes back. When he comes back, a young boy and they lose him in the crowd. And they go back into the city searching for him. And they find him several days later in a temple. And the people that are in the temple are astounded at this boy's wisdom. And when his mother looked at him, he said, why have you done this to us? And he said, Mama, didn't you know I would be about my father's business? Did you forget who I am, Mama? <laughs> See, sometimes we allow the holy to be commonplace. Don't ever forget who he is. And remember, he's still about his father's business. 
So instead of saying, what should I do? Where will I go? In a time of desperation, instead of searching for all the answers, there's just one you ought to be searching for. Because when we find him, we have all the answers. Everything comes together. And to think that it all started with the promise of a child. Maybe we need to ask ourselves this question. What child is this that can change the world?
conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end.
Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's going to be a white Christmas after all. Uh, Jasmine. <laughs> if any of that got on you, make sure to get it washed off within the next five minutes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, we love you all. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I want Debbie to come up with me. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And we're just believing God that this next year, God is getting ready to show up in ways we never dreamed of. It's going to be, it is a year. Now hear me, remember, I want you to remember what I talked about today, that surrounding the promise, there was all this, this chaos and everything that was going on. It's no different than from where we are right now. And you hear what I'm going to tell you, God is getting ready to show himself like we've never seen it before. So we're going to pray and ask God's blessing over you and for you to have a wonderful Christmas. Before you do that, we have something for you to wish you a very Merry Christmas because we are so blessed and so thankful for your leadership, your love, and all that you do for the church. So these are a few small tokens from the congregation, um, and the church has something for you as well, but we wanted to present you just with a few cards and gifts, and then um, we would like to pray a blessing over you before you pray a a blessing over the congregation. So congregation, will you stretch your hands with me as we pray for Pastor Rick and Debbie? Father, we just thank you so much for Rick and Debbie, God, for bringing them, for calling them here uh, to pastor our church, to be uh, shepherds of the flock that you have trusted them with, that you have given them. God, we just thank you for their leadership. We thank you for their dedication, God, for just the many ways that they love and bless each one of us here, God, and how they just continue to be vessels, God, of of your love and um, of your mercy, God, just for the the counseling, the wisdom um, that they have given, um, just dedicating their hearts, God, not only to you, but to the people uh, that you have put around them. God, and I just ask that you continue to anoint them, anoint their leadership, protect them, provide for them. God, we just pray a hedge of protection over them in all of their travels as they commute weekly uh, to follow after you and to obey you and what you have laid before them. So we just come before you, God, with such hearts of gratefulness and thankfulness, hearts of love, God, just for all that they are and all that they're doing to honor and glorify you. So we just ask, God, that you can continue to bless them, let their cups overflow, God, and just hold them in your arms. And we just thank you for their continued leadership here. And we we give you all the glory and all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you. We love you too. Love you. Mm, Thank you all. We love you so much. We want you to have the most wonderful Christmas this year. Amen. Amen. All right. I've got one. Thank Thank you. Father, we thank you for our family. God, we just ask that you smile on them in a special way, that you keep them safe, and Lord, that in any chaos they experience, that you'll fill it with the brilliance of your promise that shines to all the world to let them know that Emmanuel has arrived and God is indeed with us. We thank you for it and pray your blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you all. Have a very Merry Christmas.